This is COVID-19 Seattle. I'm Dave Ross. And I'm Aaron Granillo. Governor Jay Inslee says Washington will not be bullied, his words, into making potentially unsafe decisions during the pandemic. Inslee was responding to President Trump's threats to cut federal funding to school districts that don't reopen this fall. Well, I just want to say this about his threats. They are hogwash. As with a lot of their claims, they have tried to bully us into making decisions that are not best for the state of Washington. President Trump has said some Democrats want to keep schools closed for political reasons. Inslee says that is not the case. President has has picked some peculiar foes to want to have as, as your foes, and that is students and teachers and families who want the state of Washington to make a decision by the state of Washington. President this week criticized CDC recommendations to reopen schools this fall, calling them very tough and expensive. Just a few hours later, Vice President Mike Pence said the agency would issue new guidelines next week. It's 2020. It's an election year. So why not make public health guidelines political, too? Right, Dave? I don't get it, though. What, what's what's the political upside to Jay Inslee in keeping schools closed? Parents want them open. So I don't see an upside to that. I don't see an upside in in saying that the shutdown was political. If you're going to argue that what politicians want most is taxpayer money, that's the last thing you would do because they collect taxpayer money from a healthy economy. So, I mean, this is it's ridiculous. I, I, maybe it influences some people, but I um, I don't see it myself. Yeah. Ultimately, it's it's up to the public who they want to listen to, I guess, uh, whether it be the, the public health doctors at the CDC or well, President Trump. So uh, people have a right. Well, to parents choose. themselves are torn, right? Yeah. I mean, parents want schools to open at the same time. They don't want their kids to get sick or to bring a virus home. Sure. So I think it's going to end up happening, uh, frankly, on a school by school basis. So you're going to go you're going to open it up mm-hmm. and then one kid's going to get sick. It's going to happen. And then you have to decide what do you do? Do you shut the whole school down? Do you shut that classroom down? Do we just make sure that that kid, if he or she has no symptoms, goes to school with a, a mask or uh, I don't know, a school? Guba tank. I, there, there's got to be some way to to keep schools open because parents need it. Not just it's not just the education, right, Aaron? It's it, parents who are working can't work, yes. can't afford to work in many cases if the schools are closed. So there's they're going to have to find a successful way of keeping them open. And if it turns out you have to go back to this kind of distance learning, then you have to find a way. And it'd be nice if there's federal help for this to make sure that the families that can't afford the computer system and the high speed internet get that so that education can continue. Here in Washington, our state superintendent is planning uh, for in-person learning with safety guidelines in place. Governor Inslee also talked about that strategy. We are going to make every effort and we have a good plan for having on-site instruction in our schools and we have a way to do it, uh, giving flexibility to schools to do things that are smart to maintain public health at the same time we have on-site instruction. Nation's two largest school districts, though, aren't so sure about that. New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio says public schools there will not fully reopen in September. And the top public health officer in Los Angeles is telling schools to prepare for online learning as infections surge there in California. And in central Florida, a school district is running a two-week-long summer program as a dry run for reopening 
and they are putting the top priority on students who had trouble learning at home. Kind of dealing with some of the emotions that they may have in, in the uncertainty of these times. That's Brandy Anderson, third grade teacher. She says the desks are spaced out, they are cleaning classrooms, and students cannot share books or other school supplies. And in Arizona, Governor Doug Ducey made no promises about school this fall. We share the goal that we would love to see our kids back inside a school. It's going to happen when it's safe. And you remember here in Washington, we were the first to see students at high schools catch the coronavirus, and then schools mm-hmm. were closed. Um, but we, we just don't know because what what is the likelihood of, of teachers catching the virus from students? We know, you know, younger students obviously are just... <laughs> They are, uh, you know, natural-born spreaders of infections. Sure, if you it's will. tough to get them but to wear masks. Exactly. Too. Yeah. But the first time this happened, we had no idea how infectious it was. Right. We didn't know how long it was going to last. Now we know it's here to stay. We're seeing what uh, I'm seeing what grocery stores are doing. For example, they put up plexiglass panels in front of the cashiers. Right. They mm-hmm. have uh, put spacing guidelines on the floor. Um, I've seen in kindergarten classrooms for years. They, there's there's footsteps on the floor, right, to show you where to go right. for story time and where to go for math time, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, if you can turn it into a game, that's what I suggest. Mm-hmm. If you turn it into a game, let's see who can space themselves out. How far is six feet? Let's count it out. Let's step it out here. Uh, you could probably uh, achieve that. I, I think we at least have to try, right, because yeah. it's keeping schools closed for another year it's just not an option. You never get that year back. Uh, so I think what schools really need is not a scolding, but help, because they're already underfinanced. Uh, installing plexiglass, uh, having to do double shifts and maybe even hire additional cleaning crew, that's going to cost money. And I think that's where the federal government could make things a little easier for people by cooperating. I saw a quote from the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis. So take what you will from from Florida, because obviously they're not doing particularly well in containing the virus. But the governor there said, if big box stores can reopen, so can schools. (laughs) That's right. Well, we could let Costco run the schools, see how they do. Have a good lunch out there, I bet. That's right. Free samples. The coronavirus may linger in the air and float from person to person indoors. That is now the official word from the World Health Organization. It changed its stance after hundreds of scientists said the virus could be spread through aerosols. Those are those invisible particles that can float around for a long time indoors and travel a lot farther than just six feet. Still, the WHO says this form of transmission is rare and possibly insignificant. CBS medical contributor Dr. David Agus says the WHO wants more evidence. They did mention that it does happen sometimes in medical uh, uh, procedures. That is when they put in a breathing tube for a people. It can happen in those instances. But in terms of the general public, more I- I research needs to be done. Regardless, Dave, it's all the more reason, I guess, to not hang around indoors all too long. That's the theme here, Aaron. Don't hang around indoors among a lot of people who are sneezing, coughing, talking loud, and God forbid, singing. It's nice now, right? I mean, kind of, sort of here in the in the Northwest region. So hang outside, you know, go on a hike. Exactly. And just, uh, socially do everything outside. Eat outside. Hold class out. We used to. Did, didn't you used to yes. go outside during the summer in uh, in uh, high school and college? We'd sit around in a circle on the grass. Yeah. Right. Play hacky sack. Do they still do that? <laughs> They did in your day, right? You're dating yourself. What do you mean, my day? Your day. 
hacky sack. That was like uh, developed back in. Uh, I don't know when you went to college, but uh, wasn't that a I'm big a graduate thing? of uh, I'm the class of 73, yeah, so it's been a while. Yeah, was prime time back in the 70s, wasn't We were it? sliding on lunch trays back then. We will be back tomorrow and every day after with a 10-minute rundown of the daily local news. You can subscribe to this podcast. You can also find our news coverage on MindNorthwest.com or listen live at 97.3 FM.